You're late. I'm here. What's so important? A crystal. News travels fast. Don't tell me you're buying that stuff about invincibility and magical powers. Do you know anything about the Methuselah Stone McLeod? There have been stories about its power since before I was born. Whoever has it lives forever. Yeah, but our immortality doesn't work like that. You know no, that. No, our immortality doesn't. You know anything of its history? It belonged to Methuselah. He lived to be over 900 years old. Says who? Before Methuselah died, he gave it to his grandson, Noah. Now, Noah survived the Great Flood. Why are you doing this? You've lived this long without it. Why do you need it now? Alexa. She's in the hospital in Geneva. She doesn't have long. You knew it had to be this way? Yeah, from the first moment I saw her. Is, is that supposed to make it easier? Is that supposed to make it okay? So, if there is one chance that I can save her, then I have to try. Yeah, but how much is the stone worth to you? my life and anybody else's Not the carpet, not... Oh, nice kitty. Welcome to Highlander Rewatch, the podcast where each and every week we discuss another facet of the Highlander universe and revisit it in detail. I'm one of your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is Iamon. And this week we are going to be discussing season four, episode 16, fan favorite, Methuselah's Gift. It's weird that they chose to name an episode fan favorite. It is. That's very conceited. <laughs> exactly. Before it's even hit the airwaves could you imagine naming an episode like 100th episode episode like 45 500th episode <laughs> the best of highlander, Ooh, the best of highlander. <laughs> very sure. good on well, that note does that mean that we have a best of highlander item to oh, choose from you better believe it so before we discuss this episode we thought we'd revisit a very uh special item from the highlander catalog today i'm going to be reading from the best of highlander catalog be best be best, be best. <laughs> <laughs> but did you know that she's the most bullied person in the world My, yeah it, bully, you know, bully, bully. <laughs> bully bully boy bully bully <laughs> a reference to our world of the worlds highlander worldwide bonus episode so, today we're reading from uh some some highlander from the highlander jewelry collection Ooh. this is the methuselah river stones necklace oh is that wow. a tie-in ah uh-huh, it is Methuselah River. is that river alluding stone, to the that it gets this dumped episode? in a fucking in dirty river, river. yeah <laughs> Yeah, why does it have to be a river stone? Just why not just the Methuselah stone. stone? Is there a thing called a river stone? Oh, just maybe just around the river stone. All right, here we go, guys. To behold the Methuselah stone is to behold immortality. In legacy, Luther is but one piece of the stone away from ensuring himself invincibility. Except for one own... There's only one way to gain invisibility, and that's to grab a star <laughs> or other Sorry. Or there's like sparkles and sonic. Yeah. Nope. Collect all the Chaos Emeralds and then 50 rings. Mm-hmm. Except for the one owned by Amanda, all of the pieces end up at the bottom of the sin. Here is the last... <laughs> this is the, this, here is the last magical piece. Exquisitely recreated in obsolescent river stone. 
Oh, I guess Riverstone is a type of stone. How about that? Mm, that's a little, that's like a little too clever. Yeah. Uh, recreated in uh, obsol- opulescent? Opalescent? Oscillating. <laughs> Opalescent. Opalescent. Is that actually what it is? It must be. How is it spelt? It's spelled like opalescent. Okay. That's you say it how is how's it spelt? Spelt. Spelled. Yeah. Spelt. Spelt. That's what you do with metal. You spelt the metal. You spelt it. Yeah. My favorite kind of fried fish is spelt. You know, is spelt is also a grain? Built to spelt. You know, he who spelt it dealt it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry for all the listeners we just lost. <laughs> very good. Uh, so, exquisitely recreated in uh, opalescent, very good, Riverstone, your own start to invincibility. Sterling silver chain included. How much do you think this so which, motherfucker is? Which one is it? It's the one that looks like the river. It's the one made of Riverstone, man. The big one? No, it's the one here at the bottom. Yeah, it's the the bottom right next to my face. Oh, I see. Okay, sorry. I it's the one that it. looks like, kind of looks look like the Medusalist time. Kind of. Yeah, a little bit. But it's like not a crystal. It's like, I don't know, it's something else. Well, like I guess a dirty it's... cracker. <laughs> <laughs> dirty cracker? What? <laughs> it's All my right. favorite band. I think I think it might be bleeding into the background a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. How much do we think this is? We're gonna play a pl- not prices right style game. Eamon and Kyle are gonna try to guess how much they think this Methuselah's Riverstone. Methuselah Riverstone is. Eamon, go. Fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Kyle, how much do you think this immortal piece of jewelry is? You become invincible if you have it. I'm gonna guess forty nine bucks. All right. The Wait, you guessed how much? 50. 50 and you guessed 49? Well, yeah, because if it's oh, no, less guess. than 50, I'm closer. I'm fully aware how the rules work. <laughs> Eamon wins. He's closer. Whoa. This necklace is $99. What shit. <laughs> Can I see that for a second? Yeah. Don't go reading all the other things, because those are for future episodes. Don't go reading Waterfalls. Waterfalls. Stick wow. to the opalescent jewels that you're used to. I mostly just wanted to check that word. And now I can't see it. Keith, Keith actually added it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, made, I made up a word I couldn't pronounce. <laughs> it, was, it was a little bit of improv. He thought he needed to kick up this bit. Punch it up. I can't find it. Are you not? Yeah. You, your eyes don't even look like you're on the right item. <laughs> it's are. right at the bottom. I know. So read it. It's right there. I am reading it. It's like the second sentence. Second sentence from the end, I believe, has. Oh, there it is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, opalescent. There it is. Wow. Opals and banane. <laughs> Do you, want, do you yeah. want to see this but not read any of the other <laughs> descriptions on the page? I just don't want us to spoil future, uh, you know, future catalog games. Future cat games. Meow. Yeah, I've never seen that word before. I assume it means in the style of an opal. But the fact yeah. that there's a word in this catalog. It means it smells like an opal. <laughs> yeah, that we do not really understand. I mean, the thesaurus must have been right there. This is the best of Highland. The best of Highland thesauruses. Best of Highland thesauruses. It's just descriptive words for like (laughs) fucking swords. And it's just the word immortal over and over again. (laughs) The best of thesauruses is, whoa, only to be used with the best of Highlander catalog. (laughs) That's right. It was the best of thesauruses. It was the worst of thesauruses. We should make a worst of Highlander catalog. Okay. Okay. (laughs) We kind of are. We We do pick out the most ridiculous items. Page one, Highlander (laughs) rewatch. Yeah, the Highlander Rewatch Collection. <laughs> so who's in this episode? Well, I'm going to start or, with some other info first. Okay, fine. When did this episode air or some shit? Guys, this episode... not even drunk. I know. Um, okay, guys. This week we were talking about Season 4, Episode 16, Methuselah's Gift. This episode first aired April 28th, 1996. You guys have been keeping track. That's two months after the last episode. Whoa. Yeah, Whoa. They took a long break. They did take a long break. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't know why it took so long. Mac was on the run because 
killing Hamad. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, no ramifications for that. <laughs> yeah. Guys, should we talk more about the last week's episode? <laughs> Let's do we it. We might. Okay, this episode was directed by the one, the only, AP, Adrian Paul. This is his second of four episodes he directed. The first episode he did was Homeland, which was the first episode of season four. Who wrote this episode? Michael O'Mahone. Michael O'Mahone. Oh, boy. So this is his second of six Highlander episodes. His first was Chivalry. If we remember from last time, he wrote some Inspector Gadget episodes, Street Sharks. Um, and I was curious about the two episodes of Street Sharks he wrote. Uh, one is called A Shark Among Us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Aren't they all sharks, though? Yeah, yeah, right. The IMDb description for that episode is... Sorry, I'm on a tangent, oh. but I find this stuff hysterical. Lena's brother, Malik, is among those who have been taken, taking strength-enhancing pills. <laughs> this is their steroids episode. Yeah. Yeah. Ripster, goes under- <laughs> Ripster goes undercover to trace the source of the pills. The source. And discovers... How does someone go undercover as a shark? <laughs> and discovers a that a drug dealer named Jackal... <laughs> Has been distributing the pills in order to get some recruits to help rob a bank. Wow, that's good shit. We should watch that. We should. Yeah. And the other episode is called Sky Sharks <laughs> and, the and the World of Tomorrow. Yeah. And the episode description on IMDb for that is when his hotel had been previously destroyed by the street sharks and no family members to live with, Mr. Cunnyworth allows Dr. Paradigm to. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best. Mr. Cunnyworth allows Dr. Paradigm to gene slam him. <laughs> gene what? Gene slam him. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's hard to read. <laughs> oh, boy. Sorry, listen. I not think this is that funny. I do. Dr. Paradigm to gene slam him with funny. the DNA of an electric eel and a moray eel, which transforms him into reptile. Wow. <laughs> While reptile is ordered by Dr. Paradigm to steal an advanced supercomputer part for his, for his robotic machine, the street charts take a cruise around the city. <laughs> the street charts. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. You gotta gene, gene slam those street sharks. The street sharks take a cruise around the city to find the doctor's new CV8s location and put a stop to their evil plans. I don't fucking know. What? So that's street sharks. That. What is that word? CV8s? S E A V I A T E apostrophe S. I think those are like his sea goons. Yeah. Ah, this is rough. I'm going to get Gene slammed. Gene slammed. <laughs> wow. Those were amazing. Mr. Cunnyworth lets Dr. Paradigm Gene slam him. God damn it. Cunnyworth sounds dirty. <laughs> it does. Oh, shit. This is fucked. Cunnyworth. It's a lady doctor in a pornographic film. Dr. Cunnyworth, we'll see you now. <laughs> doctor, my boat has been raging for four hours. I need some relief. Get ready to get gene slammed. I think I have the prescription for that. <laughs> some gene slamming. What? This episode has got some guest stars, some familiar faces. We Nothing's have... going to be better than what we just did. We should close it out. <laughs> this episode guest stars Elizabeth Grayson as Amanda. As Uma Thurman. <laughs> Peter Winkfield is back as Mythos. Mythos? Mythos. And Jamie Harris is... 
back is back. He's in, he's in it for the first time <laughs> as Daniel Geiger. Uh, this episode also guest stars. How PK eases this on the Geiger? <laughs> that's right. Uh, Nadia Cameron Blakey as Rebecca Horn. She's back. You may remember her as Rebecca in Legacy. Um, or as additional restaurant guest number one in Batman Begins. I think we've mentioned what? that before. Yeah. How is she in Twin Peaks? Um, Did anyone look her up on IMDb and see what her n- most recent IMDb profile picture is? It looks like she has fucking leprosy. Maybe she what? It's from a movie called Sins of the Father in 2006. Mm-hmm. But it is horrific looking. <laughs> I don't know why that's her picture. So let's read the IMDb episode description for this. Someone who believes in the myth of the Methuselah Stone is willing to do anything to put it back together and use its power to become invincible. And Amanda has the last piece. After narrowly escaping an assassination attempt, Amanda comes to Duncan for help. That's that's all right. No gene slamming, but it's all right. Yeah, it's not like uh, Cyclops wedding night. Gene slamming. (laughs) Gene. 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 So let's talk about Methuselah's gift. How's it open up? There's a pretty cool bird's eye view. I don't know if that's the correct term. It's like behind a, I guess it's a crane shot. Yeah. It's like through a. a I mean, it's a, not a bird, like a literal bird shot. Yeah. Well, I guess bird shot's a different thing. thing yeah. Bird a, shot. Etsy put that in a shotgun. That's right. Mm. But it's like a crane shot of, uh, you're, we're on a roof of a hotel with like a neon sign. Right. And this is the Hennessy Hotel. Yeah, the it's Hennessy it's hotel. very evocative of like the silver cup. Yeah, thing I is. thought Silver Cup thing, Silver Cup Studios as pictured in <laughs> yeah. Highlander, the motion picture. That's a complete thought. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Silver Cup thing. Yeah, yeah Silver, you know, cup that's thing. Silver Cup thing. I like to imagine a listener who has no idea what we're talking yeah, right. about. Like what? <laughs> that's funny. But there's a van pulling up to this Hennessy Hotel. It's an awesome shot. No, this looks great. Yeah, I love anything with neon. It makes like a shot look good. I think. Yeah. Amanda is sleeping in bed and, and straight up looks like Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction. Yes, yeah. yeah. We it's did not she nuts. has a whole different hairstyle mm-hmm. here. It's crazy. It's not good. <laughs> it is quite poor. Uh, well, it's a wig, right? Yeah. Yeah. Some people enter her hotel. Someone draws a sword. Did anyone think there was a buzz sound? It's like the sound they, they use like a sound effect to show like that she's like noticing something, like or it's to like heighten the tension. Yeah. It's buzz like buzz yeah. buzz like here. But <laughs> but it's not the buzz. It's just like a sound effect to like amp up the tension. I was a little confused at first. But it, well, it's confusing. There's some like hired guns here, hired swords here. To take her out, so so it's a bunch of goons in like Halloween masks, and they have guns and knives. I think they look kind of cool. Yeah, this is a this is a crazy opening, and then so then there's like a chase of foot, and she's running away from them, and they the music her a here couple times, yeah, the music is yeah. it's like it's a, a bunch bass. of slap yeah, bass. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's nuts. <laughs> so she gets shot. This is intense. Like, there's one guy waiting for her with a shotgun. He gets her. Then she gets shot in the arm. She ends up on the roof. She gets shot in the arm and the leg. We almost get a great dummy fall, though. Yeah. I know, right? Almost. That would be like, cool. Grabs the wires from this Hennessy sign and like swings off of it. And like, I guess the wire is slowly ripping, so she kind of like comes down in stages. Right. Yeah. The None sign's the... like popping and exploding. Yeah, this is cool. It's really cool. A lot of cool lighting. Yeah. Although I thought like when she was like first getting out on the ledge, like the goons are right there. It's like shoot her. Like they're like five yeah. feet away. Ah, whatever. They're stupid goons. Stupid goons. That's why they're goons. That's and why not, they're goons you know, and not management. Yeah, exactly. Did anyone look up whether this is a real hotel? The Hennessy Hotel? Yeah. No. Uh, I did not. As a special feature state, this was done to get some extra money for the show. And so Hennessy, somebody on the crew knew like a rep at Hennessy. They installed a sign for them to blow up that would like feature prominently in the show. The name Hennessy? Mm-hmm. It's just like some cognac advertising? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Ken Gord said this took three nights to shoot. 
Wow. Because they can't shoot for that long. Because if you shoot for a while, it flips your days, if that makes sense. Like, you're, you, you have to have time off. So if you shoot overnight, like a full night, that means the next day you have off. So it means then you're suddenly only shooting at night, <laughs> which you can't do. So you can only shoot a little bit at night so you don't flip the day. That's, that's a pretty cool, cool tidbit. Yeah, so that's the uh, the cold open. People are yeah. after Amanda. Who could they be? Are they Who hunters? They Maybe. But it's Maybe. awesome. And like one of the S's like falls and like crashes to the ground as she's escaping. Yeah. This is this really is good. well shot. A good it sizzles sequence. when it lands. That's yeah. right. AP's up on it. He up on it. So then we're at Watcher Headquarters for Eastern Europe. Or right. the International Asset Corporation. Yeah, the IAC. For <laughs> Eastern Europe? That's what for, I have. Uh, it says oh, for it Western, Western Europe. Europe? Yeah. yeah, okay. All right, just double checking. I was like, hmm. yeah, My bad. So we get a, a little VO, some voiceover from Mythos. He's like, this oh, is odd. Almost, yeah. He's like, you almost had it, Luther, or whatever. And so Mythos is in like the library or whatever of Watcher's headquarters doing research on the Methuselah Stone. Methuselah. Methuselah. The Methuselah, the Methuselah Stone. Stone. And he mentions that it has the power to make an ordinary human immortal, possibly. Which is that something that was introduced in the previous episode or not? Yes. I, oh, it was? Yes. Okay. Although the thing that I think is a little different in this episode, they do say that it will make a, a human immortal in Legacy. But they say if an, if an immortal gets it, they say to I think it just says they'll gain like a bunch of power. But in mm. this, they're like, they'll become invincible. And it's like, whoa, I think I there's a little invincible. retcon. I think the book's kind of cool. I like that he's doing like research. Yeah, he's, he's doing his, his job. Yeah, yeah, he's doing his do job. your job for once. So we it's cut. actually his job. He's yeah. doing somebody's job, though. It's true. We cut to the Paris streets, and Amanda is walking around. She's blonde now. Super short, platinum blonde haircut. Right. Yeah. And so she's kind of freaking out every time she walks by somebody. She's, like, paranoid mm-hmm. that people are after her. Make a weird decision here, AP. This show, you get, like, a POV, like, slanted shot from her that she's, like... Looking at people, and it's like, Kong! and there's like these yeah. music cues, and it's all like Dutch angles. It's very jarring. Mm-hmm. It takes yeah. me way out of it. Interesting. So she's like really paranoid. And, and so there's this dude who's like following her, I guess, that like looks at her. He looks at her and smiles, and he's like, starts walking in her direction. And they walk down an alleyway, but she hides. Right. So when and he turns the bend, she fucks him <laughs> she up. She really yeah. does. She, like, smacks him in the head with an umbrella. <laughs> with, like, a nice point on it, yeah. too. Like, she could do some damage. And right. she gets him in the neck. Mm-hmm. She's like, why are you following me? What the fuck? <laughs> and I he's like, I just, really like, live funny. around here. Yeah. And she's like, well, why were you looking at me? And he's just like, you're really hot. <laughs> That's what he says. He's yeah. like, you're so attractive. <laughs> yeah. I thought this was actually really funny. It, it was but, funny. Yeah. Especially because she's so over the top with yeah. him. She really lets him have it. But he fumbles for his ID and like takes right. it out and like his address. She's like, is you have there. to prove that like yeah. you live around here. She lets him go. He runs off. So then we cut back to Watcher HQ, and we got the uh, like head poor, watcher here. Poor man's Vimas. Yeah, for sure. Just, this guy sucks in compared to Vimas. Compared to Vimas, everybody sucks. Yeah, you get true. Lawrence Olivier up there, and he would suck. <laughs> Security. Security. Security is the reason. And then he busts out double Uzis. (laughs) He's got Uzis. He fights with an axe. This is Nathan Stern. Nathan Stern, who I have written in my notes every single time as Nathan Stone. (laughs) That's because the way Mythos says it, he says it like Stone. Does he? Okay. So I I like went back and checked later. I was like, I fucked up his name. But he does say it like Stone, right? All right. Yeah. 
Or somebody says it like Stan. Yeah, Stone Kaminsky. Uh, Stone. Kaminsky. <laughs> oh, other thing I forgot we loved about Vmos. He will fight the disabled. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. He punches, punches Joe. Joe Sucker right? punches Joe. Yeah. So so anyway, in this scene, Stern meets Mythos. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing? Aren't you supposed to be working on the Watcher Chronicles? On the on the Mythos <laughs> Chronicles? <laughs> that's right." Uh, so then we cut to the barge, and we got a new bar lo- bar. Oh my god, we got a new barge locale. He's yeah. not across from uh, Notre Dame anymore. He's now across. From the Eiffel Tower. Is that why they burned it? Oh, good question. Just, just in the to, previous episode, the barge is burned. Is right. that solely for the purpose of Kyle, Kyle. It? how to get burned? How to get burned? How to get burned? How to get burned? Why did it get burned? Why did it get burned? <laughs> Everyone asks how to get burned. Yeah. No one asks why it get burned. Yeah. Where did it get burned? <laughs> who did it get burned? Ooh, I guess it'd be who burned it. Who burned it? Who burned it? <laughs> So anyway, Mac is there making like repairs and shit and Amanda shows up and Mac thinks Amanda must have stolen something if people are after her. But Amanda assures him that is not the case this time. So then we're back to Watchers HQ Mythos. or the International whatever yeah, it's called. The International House of Pancake House. House of Burgers. Yeah, that's right. Back at Watcher HQ, Stone or Stern is asking Mythos why Stern. is Stern. Uh, he's asking why he's looking at the Luther file, and Mythos makes up some excuse that maybe Mythos had crossed paths with Luther at some point, and he's trying to check it out. And Stone is like, nah, it never happened. Like, I, like, he does not want Mythos looking at this shit. And Stern was Luther's watcher, apparently. Right. Yeah, I don't understand why Stern is, well, I get, they're just trying to make him look suspicious, because it's all a big misdirection. Right. Yeah. Because Stern seems... Like Very a bad. dickhead, yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> Which he is a dickhead, but I am not. A, I'm not sure why he would have. Uh, why he shuts this down so aggressively? Yeah, it's, it's like weird. I know he didn't. It's like how do you know that he didn't encounter someone that was secretly Mythos? I, the Mythos guy, might find something you didn't. You fuck. Yeah. So Mythos, aka Adam Pearson, asks if they kept the crystals after Luther died, and Stern says yes, and is going to take him to go see him. Which also, I was like. I guess they just fucking left Luther's body in the field and never took the, like, all the crystals were there. Like, Amanda didn't want to take them. She was there. Mac was there. Yeah. Why'd they leave that shit there? I don't know. Or, I mean, later Amanda applies that they took the crystals off his body. Maybe she's being hyperbolic. Like, maybe they're back at his hideout or Right. Like that. Yeah, that seems to make more sense, right? otherwise it's just silly. Why wouldn't they just take them? Yeah. Is that, is that something the Watchers do, though? Do they root through people's shit after an immortal's dead? Maybe I mean, I guess you specifically want this thing. Yes, in yeah. short. After yeah. they're dead, is it interfering, though? Sure. If, well, if this Methuselah stone has genuine power, then yes. Well, sure. But the idea that they would root through their stuff, I could see them wanting to, like, seize it all. Like, yeah. take yeah. all their books, take everything. Yeah. Just to get more information. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. So back on the barge, Mac is still being dismissive about all this shit. He does not believe. And Mac is just kind of, like, thinking she deserves it. <laughs> but yeah. then she's like, one of them had a sword. And it's like, this is the first time you're mentioning this, Amanda? Like, and Mac is like, wait, really? This I, is more of their shitty communication. Yeah. Well, no, like, I think they just started talking about this. Mm-hmm. I guess. I think we witnessed most of the conversation. But I, I don't know. It seems weird that Mac is being so dismissive of it. Because and, then she's, con- and then she's Amanda's, like, oh, he had a sword, by well, the way. Well, Amanda's constantly fucking up and in <laughs> trouble and, like, making trouble for him. It's like, I don't know. I, don't, I buy it. Yeah. So anyway, Mac asks if uh, they had any tattoos. Amanda does not remember because it was like... I didn't have time to look at their wrists. <laughs> right, because they were I fucking they, swinging at my head. I thought they were burglars. 
Burglars, International so, House of Burglars. <laughs> so she reveals that she's really scared about what's going on. So Mythos is checking out these stones in the director's gallery at Watcher's headquarters. Mm. Tell us what's happening here. Uh, basically, he's just looking at a, a big he's pile of rocks. Yeah, there we go. It's yeah. like watching someone, I'm like, tell us what's going it's on. Like watching People are looking the, at an object. It's like watching someone go to the worst part of a museum. Yeah. The geodes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, it's like an unsculpted. Circumcised. Rock, an uncircumcised rock. It's just like a bunch of chunks. Yeah. Bunch together. of chunks. Bunch of they chunks. each look, kind of look like a piece that might go in a necklace, like the one Amanda has. Right. right. But also, so we're, we're learning, we're relearning what the legend is. Like, so to let the audience know, you know, gives you immortality or makes you immortal. But they say, like, you have to wear it. And I was looking at the size of this thing. I was like, you have to fucking wear that thing? Like, that thing looks sharp, and it's, it looks like it weighs, like, four pounds. It's you know, if, if something around. will make you immortal, yeah. you'll find a way. Yeah. yeah. And it's almost complete. So right. there's a piece missing that somebody has. Mm, and we know as the audience, it's Amanda's. Amanda. So back on the barge, Amanda is cosplaying a switch from The Matrix. Yeah. No lady. Absolutely. <laughs> no lady. Oh boy. Um, so no Mac lady. And, oh, my God. So Mac and Amanda are fighting about what the next move is going to be. Well, they, like, talk to Joe on the phone. So I guess Jim Burns isn't in these episodes. Yeah, like, he is really not in a string talk, of these episodes. I and talk, no Richie either. What? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I talked to Joe. He used his, his normal style of, uh, of wit and sarcasm to help me work through this problem. Yeah. <laughs> The yeah, wit and wisdom of Joe. The wit and wisdom of Joseph. He Bad offered me. We had to drink a, a beer simultaneously over the phone. While he, <laughs> <laughs> I told him about to this. He's still drying out. Yeah. Maybe. He's been through some shit. Maybe it's really gotten too much for him and he's in rehab because he's an alcoholic. That's been confirmed with this podcast. Yeah, that's, a, that's a key theory that actually might have legs. Hmm? Oh, well, not in Joe's case. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, shit. Oh. Damn. I learned to rewatch Apologizes. Amanda but, says there's been this uh, this dude watching from the shore, and he's been there since, like, yesterday. And so Mac is like, we're going to create a diversion. Fight with me. Yeah. So anytime they're fighting, it's always good. So yes, they go so at it. This is funny. Storming off. So this watcher starts following her, and then Mac sneaks up behind him and grabs him. That's right. Puts him in a full Nelson. And she yeah. fucking punches him yeah. right away. Like, without knowing any information, she just wails on him, which I thought was pretty good. So they've got him all, like, kind of tied up or whatever in the barge. So this guy really does, he says he does not remember much. He's like, oh, there was, like, a green van. Turns out it was actually blue, right? Mm. Why does he tell him it was a van at all? Why does he tell him anything? Well, because I don't think he knows anything. That was the impression I got. Well. We're going to have some discussions of how this plan all... I don't think he knows what's going on. Yeah, he does. You think? Yeah, he's the villain of the episode. I don't know if he's the villain yet. Yes, he's obviously the villain of the episode. <laughs> well, I know, he, I know at the end he's the villain, but I guess I was wondering what when he made the switch. Oh. Like, when, like did once he got brought into the fold by Stern and, like, figured out what was going on, I kind of wondered, like, oh, maybe now he's decided, like, ooh, I can gain something from this and I'm going to, like, fucking go crazy. Well, he was clearly a villain <clears throat> by the time this attempt on Amanda's life happened. No, you're right, because at the end of the episode he says... You know, why do you think I even became a watcher? It was like for this. Yeah. Right. Interesting. Yeah. So, no, he's. Well, well sorry, yeah. I don't understand why he gives her them any information. I have a theory about that, and I'm not going to say it yet. Ooh. This might be controversial. Maybe it isn't, but let's talk later. Well, we'll so, good, now. but interesting question about the van. Why did he even let them know? 
Yeah. So he knows it's also in a, they know it's an American van too, and so that's the only uh, the only clue they've really got. So they let him go. His name is Dan Geiger. Geiger. Mac lets him know to start watching somebody else. Right. He's like, yeah, get out of town. You're not on our beat anymore, man. Beat it. Beat it. So back at Watcher HQ, Stony Stern is questioning Danny Man. What exactly did you tell them? Mm-hmm. He's very upset, but keeps on saying, like, let's keep this just between you and me. Yes, very suspicious. Which is suspicious. And at this point, I have a weird thing. I noticed that he was holding a blue binder, and I was like, oh, it's a blue binder, a blue van. I was, like, curious if the show was... It's just because blue is his favorite color. <laughs> no, well, I just thought, I was like, oh, if we, we give, like, visual cues to, like, blue represents this sort of thing. That is not what is happening. But it was a thing I no, noticed in the moment. And I was like, I wonder. Uh, but it's also very ominous because Stern is like, you got to keep this between us or whatever. It's like, what oh. an orange binder of men in this circumstance. Ooh, you, you don't, don't want a whole color-coded system. I do, yeah. All the villains are color-coded. Well, she had a green uh, binder in that episode, The Wrath of Kali. Does that's that factor true. Because it matched her dress exactly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, it rhymed. Kali and exactly. Yeah. Kali exactly. There we go. So, uh, in the Paris... Wait, it is a green... It was. I said something about blue, right? Was it blue or green? I think the van is green. It is green. I have. Mm-hmm. I have typed. I thought it was blue for some reason. So it's cut everything I said. Blue is the warmest <laughs> color. All right, so we cut to the Paris streets, and Mac and Amanda are walking around looking for green Chevys. What's Amanda feeling, guys? At least we're not in Detroit. <laughs> That's what Mac says. But Amanda's freaking out. She sees a man approaching and has like a. A very racist reaction to him. <laughs> I did think that. I was like, well, was like, like, granted, she has a reason to be paranoid at the moment, but that guy totally thinks she's racist. Oh, yeah. Like, he's definitely like, fuck you. <laughs> was he? I thought he was a white guy. Uh-oh. Was he? Uh, I'm just, did I, I maybe know. Maybe Kyle's the real maybe. racist. <laughs> I've been the racist the whole time. <laughs> Yo, is this racist? But yeah, she freaks out, but he's just pulling for a piece of gum. Yeah. Pulling for a pulling, piece of gum? Pulling for a piece of gum. Very good. So we cut now to this like dingy fucking apartment. It looks like there's a Brazilian flag on the wall. There is. Yeah. And so a mysterious man comes in. Like an over-the-shoulder shot. Right. This is a good sequence. Yeah. So we don't know who this villain is, but he shoots this, like, dude who's like, hey, you want to watch the game or whatever? Yeah. Uh, Who's, I guess, one of these assassin goons. So this guy's, like, clearing up the trail. Yeah. Takes him out. Kabloomers. Destruction. Mm -hmm. Just as Mac and Amanda happen to be coming by. That's right. they pull up. So he hightails it out of there. He drops his beer he was drinking. Mm -hmm. And so Amanda comes in to question... The guy who's been shot, while Mac jumps out the window chasing down this car, hoping to catch up. But Mac fails. But what's Amanda find out from this guy? That they're trying to get the crystal. Mm-hmm. And he, like, grabs at her. Yeah, he does Very grab at her. Yeah. So now we know it's about the crystals. We didn't really know what the plot was. Well, I mean, we did, I suppose. But Amanda yeah. didn't. Mac is doubting all this amulet crystal shit because he is still He's not on board amulet skeptic. yeah he is still not on board that this means anything and amanda's not really sure about it either but she's like i don't care this is like important to me this crystal so i'm not gonna let anybody take it i so. think this line is funny mac says amanda you've lived for over 1000 years how many times have you seen magic apparently she hasn't watched the highlander episode deliverance and neither has mac <laughs> or uh shadows episode, shadows <laughs> yeah yeah, that's a good point. Like, Mac, you just jumped into a pool and your evil <laughs> yeah. side was cured. Cured, yeah. Right. You've just seen magic, like two episodes And ago. they are immortal. So like their very existence is in some ways magical. It is a little weird that Mac is so doubting of this. 
Well, it's just, it just happened. Right. He was just raping somebody. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> and now he's fine. Yeah. Because he had a goo baptism. So, I don't know. Not really playing your hand right here, Mac. Yeah. I could see if maybe he made an argument that, like, that, again, this is just some legend. And I think he could maybe even ar- make an argument that, like, this legendary crystal seems to really change the nature of the game. And, like, no way that could exist. Like, that's not the way the game is played. Mm-hmm. This thing, like, break- it's like a cheat code. Like, so no yeah. way. That might be a compelling argument not to believe. Like, why would this thing exist? Yeah. Right. Or maybe it doesn't work for immortals. It only works for immortals. Eh. So we get a flashback. Tell us about it, Kyle. We're back in 18, or excuse me, 850. Mm-hmm. I keep on wanting to read the margin of this piece of paper as a one. <laughs> Uh, and we get Rebecca Horn. She's back, and she is uh, talking to Amanda about her getting ready. Amanda has like been rooting through the study and has found, has seen the crystals. Right. So Amanda she up hides to in like her a old trunk. Tricks. Right. Yeah. Just in a trunk. Yeah. It's not that hard to open. Yeah. And Rebecca will not tell her what the deal is with it, and she's like, "You're not ready to learn about this stuff." Uh, and Amanda's pretty frustrated. Amanda thinks she's not good enough. Mm-hmm. But it's just that she isn't ready. So she wakes up in the middle of the night to boost this thing. Mm-hmm. Are they sleeping in the same bed? I believe yes. they are. And I think that lends credence to what Elizabeth Grayson said about Amanda possibly being bisexual and that her and Rebecca maybe had a relationship. Interesting. So. So with Rebecca being her teacher, there's an odd ethical dilemma. <laughs> there, but, yeah. There is. I'm, Once I'm, again, I'm, treading important moral ground in Highlander. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, let's not think about it too hard. I want to think about it real That's <laughs> disgusting. So she steals it and is most of the way out the door when Rebecca catches her in the act. And she is holding a sword and throws Amanda her sword. Yeah. And is like, well. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't leave without this or whatever. I don't know. She's super pissed because she's been training Amanda. And Amanda's just like, fuck it. I'm leaving. Betrayed. I'm stealing your shit. But she does say she will let Amanda go, but she will not take those crystals. If she does, she's going to fight her for it. So those crystals are important. And then there's this weird bit about forgiveness. Rebecca's going to let her stay. And, like, Amanda can't get her fucking head around that. Yeah. And she's like, well, have you never been forgiven before? I'm doing Amanda's accent. Yeah. Rebecca's. <laughs> Rebecca's like, have you never been forgiven before? And she's like, super touched by this. Right. Yeah. I got to say, I kind of don't get the flashbacks in this episode. Like this one, I think, makes a little bit of sense because it like maybe reestablishes that the crystals are Rebecca. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't get the next one for sure. But no, not even a little bit. But yeah, like, what is this? What does this flashback kind of like accomplish? Yeah. There's this forgiveness thing, which is new, but I'm not sure how that relates to this episode because I don't know why Amanda needs to be forgiven or. Well, I guess we're trying to steal the thing, but not in the present. She doesn't need to be forgiven. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not know. sure how that plays into her character, really, or even in the past. Why it's like, what's up with this? I yeah. don't know. And the second flashback, I'll save this for when we get it. That feels like it should have been in Legacy. So we cut back to the present, and Amanda is figuring that an immortal. Must be the one that wants the crystals. But then she realizes that an immortal wouldn't know where Luther hid them. Mm. And then Mac and Amanda kind of have a eureka moment and realize it must it's be the Watcher. watcher. Mm. So she thinks they have it at Watcher's headquarters. And she says she's mad that they have Rebecca's stuff. And Mac thinks that she wants it for herself. Don't die over invincible. a fairy tale. That's right. That's right. And so yeah. we get a brief mumble mouth. <laughs> we get a, like a crazy flashback to Legacy. And we, we see. I shouldn't say it's a crazy flashback, but it's like it's crazy. It's so crazy, guys. It is very long. We get to see both fucking fights with Luther. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we get to see the blue shirt fight where they're wearing identical blue <laughs> shirts right. and black <laughs> pants. 
It's like a, they showed up in their uniform. There's no reason for us to see this whole thing. No, I mean, really I guess it reminds good. the audience, but yeah. I don't know if you need. I mean, maybe you do. It yeah. does. If like it does make this episode work better as like a standalone episode. Like I don't think you need to watch. If you watch this episode al- as, as a standalone, I think you'd get it. Yeah, you would get, which it. is good. That's true. So after this flashback and mumble mouthing, we cut to a bridge near the barge, and you got Danny. Geiger. Danny G is still watching Amanda. And but Stern comes. The rules. Shouldn't be. Yeah. He was benched. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Benched. Yeah. And Stern is fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. But once again, it's like, we'll keep this between ourselves. Yeah. Right. Very suspicious. Bro code. Bro code. <laughs> <laughs> Watchers have a lot of abuse. Mm-hmm. The Watchers were a real organization. They'd be going through a sex scandal of their own right now. Yeah. Oh, you can believe it. Oh, oh yeah. Geiger's like- yearbook page looks like. <laughs> All their creeps get like transferred to Milan or something. Oh my god! Well, I think it's interesting. While Geiger and Stern are arguing on the bridge, Amanda sneaks out. Did anyone notice that in the background? You see her mm-hmm. leave the. So they miss what's going on because mm-hmm. they're having their little tiff between themselves. Which is good. It's a little. That's a that's, nice a, that's little, a little touch. A little yeah. element. So then later that night, because Amanda has snuck away, and I guess nobody's at Watcher headquarters. I don't know. Who knows how this works? But she's able to break in. Mm-hmm. And this is a. Let's talk about this. The whole break-in scenario here. So she's, like, sneaking around and finding all of the traps. Like, there's a floor sensor. She smokes a cigar. And there's lasers Is that she gets around. Important Philosophical question. Do security systems count as traps? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm actually very curious about this. Because I would love to be able to refer to modern security as traps. Sure. But, like, I feel like a trap has to refer to, like... Opening a door and getting shot with a crossbow, mm. which, by the way, happened recently. Oh, my God. Like, did so, is this like a, home, a makeshift home security thing? Yeah, some guy got let out. Of, like, for some reason, they had to sell this guy's property. So they let him out oh of prison for the limited purpose of, like, allowing him to, like, prepare it for sale. Oh, my God. And instead, he spent the time booby trapping it. And, like, he turned, like, a jacuzzi into, like, an Indiana Jones-style, <laughs> like, boulder to go after, like, federal marshals. And I'm pretty sure a federal marshal got, like, shot in the leg after someone, like, opened the door and it was, like, what well, was, like, a, a shotgun rigged to a chair. Wow. Yeah, it was insane. It was, like, a really lethal Home Alone situation. Yeah, they need to remake that as, like, an R-rated Home Alone <laughs> sequel. And somehow Trump is still in it. <laughs> somehow. Yeah. So, Mythos is there. And he's also behold. trying to steal the stone. That's right. He's, like, right there already. He's got it. So is this an accent thing? I swear he says, I need these stone. I heard that too. I need this stone makes sense. Yeah. But I feel like he says, I need these stone. He says, I need these crystal. I, yeah, he says, I need these crystal. He does. He does okay. say that. Is the plural, it's just like sheep. Doesn't that sound weird to you? Yes, it does. Yeah. I'm I like, need these crystal. I need these crystal. Maybe Jeez. it's just a mess up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just yeah. a mess up. That's, that's his actually. You, Crystal's actually his pet name for a man. Yeah, I was going to say. That's his, I need these crystal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need these comma crystal. Very good. So Amanda immediately draws her sword and goes after him. Which is nuts. Yeah, and he yeah. just kind of backs into a laser and sets the alarm off. Yeah, he steps on the, I think he steps on the or rug, the, the, the pressure, pressure pad. pad. Yeah. yeah. Mythos is freaking out, and Amanda's like, this is not over, and Mythos flees. I guess they both flee. So, uh-oh, how's Mythos going to go? Let's pick off. Quick question. What kind of a building has all the security but no cameras? Great. Well, they do have cameras, yeah, but they're, they're apparently not pointing into this room. Yeah. I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah I don't understand either. Fair enough. Or did she disconnect them or something? 
I think sure. I think mostly it doesn't make sense. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Eamon. Yes. You're a highly talented, skilled artist. Do you have anything out there that uh, showcases your dope work? Well, I do, Kyle. Funny you should ask. I it have... is funny, actually. <laughs> Let's treat this as funny as it is. You can give us... <laughs> what can we get? Hey, you can get a set of five Highlander character magnets. Five? Are there even five characters in Highlander? <laughs> there is. I was as surprised as you. So we have our Duncan McLeod. Ooh, he's the hero. We have Amanda. Oh, she's the hero. We Hi. have... Joe. Not quite the hero, but all right. He's one of them. Joe, he's the great though. I'm a watcher. We have <laughs> Mythos. Oh, sometimes like friends, sometimes enemy. Yeah, he's a little trickster like Loki from the Avengers movies. And we recycle a character, Duncan McLeod. <laughs> recycle a character. But he's a flashback Scottish Duncan. Ooh, when he's like all barbarian fine. He's all barbarian up. Does he like use his rage? He does. When he like rages, does he get like plus two to attack rolls and mm-hmm. like damage sure. resistance to bludgeoning attacks or something? That's right. These are D and D fifth edition jokes. Uh, they have nothing to do with our magnets. But where can we find fifth these edition. things? Fifth edition. Yeah, you better believe there's a fifth edition. Five magnets. Yeah, That's one right. for each. One edition for each magnet. That's right. You can find these magnets on Etsy by searching Highlander Rewatch, or we have a store on our Facebook page. Oh, is that what happens when you push that shop now button? That is. That makes a lot of sense. That's so convenient. And these. Five magnets are only $15 for the whole kit and caboodle. Whoa, Eamon, as an artist, like if you were going somewhere and just like buying like one print, mm-hmm. how much would that cost? That would be like $15 at minimum. Oh, and you're getting five separate things and they're fully functional as magnets? That's right. That's nuts. What kind of value is that? And where do the proceeds for this whole thing go? Like, surely, like to build your art empire or something. This supports this very podcast oh, that you're this, listening to. This very one? Right dear now. boy. This very one, my dear boy. That's a incredible so if i'm a huge highlander fan and i've just been like enjoying our free content for mm-hmm. like the three years we've been doing this thing mm-hmm. i can buy these magnets to support it that's right oh i should probably stop being a freeloader and do that do it today so the next day on the barge mac and amanda are arguing if mythos was the one who sent the goons to kill her and amanda's like well they make an immortal vulnerable and which is like probably what mythos would want he's the oldest immortal and he's a wily fucker yeah he's a crafty son of a bitch which also what crafty things has he done so far that amanda amanda's keen to that's a good question thinking about that hmm i mean he gets callous arrested that's kind of crazy yeah the, the callous arresting was a little scheming but that amanda's scene i don't know i mean just the fact that he's like hiding in plain sight is a little that is that is very manipulative mm-hmm. yeah that does take some talent all right yeah. i'll buy it yeah so mac is like i'm gonna go talk to mythos and straighten this out and so now we get the clip that was at the top of the episode mythos and mac are in a park this is like iconic to me like this scene really sticks out with these statues i love the way it's shot big wide shot so the methuselah stone older than mythos and given to noah of noah's ark who is methuselah's grandson that's right old testament is real mm-hmm. yeah uh, and he is 900 over 900 years old that's true methuselah do you think mythos believes this legend because he's he, there he, he is methuselah Meth. Oh, uh, what a theory. <laughs> uh, eyes have bright, gotten bright. Ooh. Yeah. My, my eyes darken. I felt the life leaving my body. That is a good Mithosla. pun, though. <laughs> exactly. Mithosla. 
at some point during this whole thing, Mac is like, hey, Amanda thinks you're trying to kill her or whatever. And this is very insulting. Because Mac insists, he's like, I need to hear you deny it. Right. And he's just like, fuck you and yep. walks away. But then he's, it's revealed, as we all know, that he's trying to get this stone for Alexa. Correct. Because she's in the hospital and she's not doing too hot. Right. In Geneva, breathing through a tube. <laughs> breathing, <laughs> breathing through, through a, a tube. tube. <laughs> <My> tube. Methuselah. <laughs> Mitubula. <laughs> oh boy! So after this encounter with uh, Mythos, this Mythos encounter, uh, Max back on the barge and he's telling Amanda that Mythos didn't do it. He's absolutely convinced of this, even though I don't know. He's he's just taking Mythos perhaps at his word. He's just positive. Yeah, though Amanda is positing. Well, like what better motivation would you need than like saving someone you love? Right. So we get a flashback. Why? Beats the this? fuck out of me. I don't know what triggers this flashback. Well, let's say this what is it is weird. so we can ask that question again. So yeah. we flash back to 1853. So this is three years right. later, if my math board checks you out. You just did it too. Oh, I said 1853. 853. Three years after the last flashback. So what happens, Eamon? Amanda is running for her life to Rebecca's, I guess, this is, I didn't realize it was a church. I thought it was just a castle. I wasn't clear of that in Legacy either, also, but apparently it's, yeah, yeah Holy Ground. And she's like, there's a man following me. And he's immortal. And Rebecca's just kind of like, nut the fuck up. <laughs> Essentially. I like the reveal of the person. Like when he shows up, they get the bus and they look over Crazy the ledge. Knight. And it's just like a fucking knight. I was like, what? That's like Monty like, Python. Yeah, exactly. like, <laughs> That's literally what I thought. You British knigots. Knigots. <laughs> but I mean, uh, Rebecca gives her like a pep talk that yeah. like she's ready for this. She's more than capable. You can't just come back to me every time there's a problem. Like, you gotta gird your loins. Amanda is Amanda, and she's facing off a knight on a horse in full armor. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, that's pretty brutal. Like, that's hard. This isn't fair. (laughs) No, that's not fair. (laughs) Really, Rebecca? Yeah. It's kind of an odd version of Amanda in this flashback. Like, I guess she's supposed to be young and, like, Skirt. Tactless or something. I guess, but she seemed to have like a lot of wits about her and at least was like more headstrong, it seemed, in the other flashbacks with her. Headstrong, she'll take you on. That's right. She'll take on anyone. <laughs> uh, but I don't know, like she would like back talk to Rebecca in, in Legacy. Like she was, I don't know, yeah. she seemed very forward and now she seems very shy and timid or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's a little different. What year were those supposed to be? Like, well, those were both... before this, I yeah. think. Yeah. Were they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess because that she that's first she met found her. her. Yeah. yeah. The way Rebecca says gnawing is funny. She's like, can you live for an eternity with that gnawing inside of you? But she says nerwing, like nerwing inside of you. Nerwing. What? It's very weird. What? Ner- I, I don't know about that. Gnawing? Gnawing? Gnawing inside of you? All right, well, whatever. <laughs> right. New Orleans, I was a saucier. <laughs> so what? what is this flashback? Why is this here? I don't know. Well, I guess Amanda goes and does it. But, like, how does that relate to the story? I don't know. Like, she's not afraid of a fight in this story, is she? Well, I guess she's, she's being chased by these goons, oh. and she's trying to face them, I guess. I guess? I guess, but this is, like, a completely different scenario, I think. Well, Like, I in mean, the one that, like, in the past... They're take her head. Yeah. I guess, but in the past, like, it's one person... Like, yeah. a challenge is kind of made, and she's running away from the challenge. Like, mm-hmm. in this one, she has been being hunted by, like, a gang, gang. of people. Like, yeah. I, I, the idea that you wouldn't run away from that would be insane. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, it's like she's running away. Like, she's running away from Rebecca and taking responsibility and learning. And she's running away from this knight. And she's running away from these goons. And now she's, like, facing her fears and, like... 
It's F-U, just don't be this. afraid. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, maybe it's about like, because she is being afraid now just out and about. Like, because she right. asked Mac, is like, is this what it's like for people? It's yeah. like, well, not really, because they're not being hunted like an animal. Yeah, right. But maybe that's what's like for fugitives. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there yeah, I guess maybe bored. it's just about having that fear day to day is like not mm-hmm. healthy. I don't know. So back in the present, Amanda says to Mac that she does not believe Mythos and she needs to find out for herself. She wants to go and meet him. But uh, Mac takes the Christmas. But not on holy ground. Right. For some reason. Yeah. Well, I guess she wants to, like, I don't know, up the stakes maybe, intimidate him with violence. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's the only reason she could want to not meet on holy ground. Right. She wants to take some names. Mm-hmm. She's going to meet him at this train yard. Right. In very typical Highlander fashion. It's okay. Let's go to a train wanna... yard. Yeah, yeah. Let's, go, let's go fight somewhere where we could kill each other unnoticed. But they're not alone. Don't well, we. when she shows up, like a fucking tractor trailer chases her. <laughs> And then a guy in a car with a gun starts chasing after her, just trying to blow her away. Yep. None of these people, these people vanish, though. They don't keep trying to find her. Yeah. They just disappear. <laughs> yeah. They give up. They give yeah. up. So Amanda ducks into, like, a building, which is, like, it's like a, I don't know, it houses trains. Yeah. A train building. Mm-hmm. And I guess this is where she's supposed to meet Mythos. Right. Because Mythos walks in, and she freaks out. Yep. And she's like, you're still trying to fucking kill me. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. What? <laughs> So, so then they, they go at it. Yeah. This is cool. I love it. I love all the, you got a little fog action, cool Some lighting. Steam. Some cool trains. Steam bursts, cool trains. Mm-hmm. We get to see Mythos win. Yeah. That's right. And then we get one of the best monologues probably in Highlander, I think. Uh, this is great. He so, rushes it. Should we uh, take a listen to, I just said Peter Davis, <laughs> to Peter, Peter Wing- Davis? <laughs> <laughs> to Peter Wingfield's performance here? Let's do it. Yeah, probably. You understand nothing. Three weeks ago... We were standing on a beach on Santorini, watching the sunrise on the Mediterranean. Now she is lying in a hospital in Switzerland, breathing through a tube. You think it takes courage to do what we do? Face another immortal with a sword, knowing only one of you will live. You try being her! Try living one year, knowing that your time is running out. Knowing that when it comes to the final fight, however much you train, whatever tricks you have, you still lose. That's the way it is for them. So little time for them to see anything or do anything. Mythos! What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I actually thought that was going to be your clip to open, Keith, or your catchphrase to open, just... I I didn't think about that. But that's intense stuff. I mean, Peter Wigfield does the shit out of that. Yeah, it's great. He does good. Superman does good. He does well. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yeah, it's an emotional scene. Alexa dying. Mm -hmm. Hey, Alexa. 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 Alexi Votion. Alexa. Alexa. So yeah, Mythos, probably not the person orchestrating these assassination attempts. They've made up. They're friends again. Now we cut back to Watcher HQ, and Mythos and Amanda are trying to break in and steal the crystals. He hasn't seen, like, a break-in like this since he worked with Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. And is nuts. <laughs> yeah, right. And is insane. 
Like, he's a thief also? Right. <laughs> this is like a level-up video game thing. Like, the first time you try to steal the crystals, it's just in a room, but you fail. And then the second time, there's, like, fucking laser beams everywhere, titanium bars. This is nuts. And I don't know how they know they're titanium. A cat. And, and a, a cat. cat. The, the greatest security system in the world. Where did this cat come from? Why is he here? <laughs> it's just, like, the watcher. <laughs> wouldn't the watch cat, a cat. Wouldn't the cat set off the... <laughs> Why would you let him in this space? <laughs> and cats love to knock shit off anything. Anything. Yeah. The cat up the knocking the crystals, the shatters. <laughs> there's only six pieces of the Methuselah, so now there's a thousand shattered everywhere. So what do you think the cat's name is? I feel it's like a like it's a looking pun. Isis. Isis. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe his name is like Spy or mm. Scout. I want him to be named like some something about Vimas. V meow, v v meow. Like I feel like he should be named after Vimas, Vimas the cat, Vimas the cat. cat. This cat comes around. uh, I'm assuming it's Slan the cat. Yeah, there you go. It is Slan the cat. Meow, Slan the cat. There he is. How is it in this scene, Slan? It was great. Oh yeah. Gillian Orvath slagged me off in the special features. (laughs) Never work with animals or kids. What the f? (laughs) But you had never worked with uh, Amanda or Mythos before. That must have been exciting. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Yeah. Were they professional when they threw you around? Oh, nothing but professional. Okay. Did you need a stunt person for... Yeah, I had a stunt cat. <laughs> you had a stunt cat? Yeah. That's important. It was uh, Heathcliff. It was Heathcliff. <laughs> <laughs> That's strange. I imagine Heathcliff has his own stunt person, but maybe not. I guess Heathcliff is a stone professional. He does all his own shit. He does all... He's a cartoon, so. <laughs> I did think it was an odd choice for them to switch over to animation. <laughs> Imagine if the show did that. that an animated cat. <laughs> I thought it suspended disbelief, okay. but that Ken Gord wants what he wants. Adrian Paul was a terror on the set. Oh, no. Oh, no. Is it because he's allergic to cats? He was sneezing all over the place. We went through... 14 Kleenex boxes. Wow. Well, I guess it was rough the first time you worked together, and he probably held some resentment. He held a grudge. Yeah. I stole the Was it because you tried to kill him in the first episode? That's right. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so Mythos is like, I'm on cat detail, and he goes after this cat, which is, I think, kind of hysterical. Meanwhile, Amanda has a laser. What the fuck is this laser? It's a laser that destroys. This is yeah. James Bond shit is what yeah. it is. And then when the laser like blows up, it's like a video of, like it's like an effect. Yeah. It's like glows and shit. Yeah. This is ridiculous. I didn't like this laser thing. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> it's so not. unneeded. They could have just had her pick a lock. Well, I guess it's like, oh, we've had her pick a lock before. Got to up the stakes, up the so ante. She uses a pretend ray gun. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's a heat ray. So then they open the door. They see the crystal sitting there. And it is sitting under heat lamps like a slab of roast beef at a wedding buffet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it looks ridiculous. It's waiting to be served. <laughs> you got served some delicious Methuselah stone. Oh, what? my God. <laughs> wow. So they grab the stone. That wasn't on purpose. But who shows up? Stern. Stern. And he saw... Amanda on the camera, which what didn't exist before. <laughs> right. He's been like watching. And I think it well, was they upgraded the cameras. Yeah. I couldn't remember if Mythos gets like outed in this episode. And I part of me thought the reason they had him go after the cat mm. was so that Stern wouldn't see him on the camera. Uh, like because he's somewhere else. And so he only sees Amanda with cat problem. But yeah. of course, one minute later, yeah. he shows up and gets plugged. Yeah, so Mythos shows up with Throws the cat. A cat at them. Right. Oh, so that's another weapon to add to the arsenal. We've got pipe, coat. What are some of the other ones? Uh, sword, obviously. Well, sword, obviously. Puddle. 
puddle? What's the puddle weapon? He kicks him in a puddle. Oh, sure. All right. Kicking him? <laughs> I think the kicking is the primary. Yeah, we got, we got all kinds of weapons. Pipes in an alley. But now Cat is in, in there. in a train station. Cat. Oh, we actually, we have seen a, a cat used as a weapon oh, a before. Dog. In, oh, a hot dog, of course. Yeah. In uh, Highlander 2, we made that meme where the cat Tana. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he <fought with> a, <laughs> sling a cat around? That's pretty good. So anyway, they shoot the shit out of Mythos, and he goes down, and Amanda is able to escape. But Mythos, unfortunately, wakes up, much to their surprise. Yeah. should have faked it. Fake it until you make it, man. Make it out of there. Yeah. So Mythos is out, and Stone wants to kill Mythos. Yeah. And for some reason, Geiger stops him. Yeah. Because he's like, well, we can... Tr-. Like, he has this idea, I guess. I guess he wants to use Mythos as a bargaining chip. Right. To get the stone. Right. Okay, that does make sense. Yeah. yeah. But, like, that stone... I keep on Stern is stone. Totally I know, now it's confusing, because yeah. there's Stern and Stone, and the fake yeah. Stone Stern. Yeah. Stern is very ready to decapitate Mythos. Like, or... Isn't that interfering? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, this goes against their organization just as much as Mythos infiltrating it. You but I guess he says a... he's worried that Mythos is going to, like, out them to the world. Like, he seems to have taken this whole thing as, like, a personal slight. Like, you were mocking us by joining us. And Mythos is like, no, what I, like, insane believe. Like, he's like, I believe yeah. that you do good work, actually. Uh, and he's been there for 10 years, we find out. Yeah. So. yeah. This guy's an asshole. <laughs> So, yeah, they come up with this plan to trade Mythos for the crystal. So they're going to do an exchange. So back on the barge, Amanda is, well, she's got the, all the goods now, and she's asking Mac for her piece of the crystal. And Mac is like, I don't think I should give this to you. And she's like, don't you want to know if it works? But, but Mac, but Mac thinks the pressing issue is rescuing Mythos, not oh, getting He's a great fighter. He can take care of himself. <laughs> right. But uh, So they end up meeting on a bridge. To go make this exchange. It's a cool bridge. It's a, it's a bridge. It, let's rate yeah. the bridges. <laughs> it's a single lane bridge, so I it's, think it loses a couple stars for it's that. It's not as good as the bridge in the gathering. For no. sure. No. It's yeah, definitely no not way. as good as Jeff Bridges. No. Another bridge. Not at all. Like, R.I.P.D. That's good. With Ron Reynolds. Yeah, that's right. So anyway, we got a good old-fashioned showdown here. Yeah. And so Amanda shows up. She's got the goods. Stern, Daniel, and some goons are there with mm. Mythos. Daniel Stern? Yeah, Daniel Stern <laughs> is there. And what curse your inevitable betrayal, Geiger, plugs Stern. This yeah. I like legitimately was surprising, I thought. It's a good misdirection. Yeah. I was makes Stern yeah. so evil seeming. Yeah. And they make Geiger kind of like a doofus. A doofus. Like, he's yeah. a new immortal. He's not good at this. Like New watcher. New watcher, excuse me. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I'm talking about, guys. <laughs> he has been the mastermind of this entire plot. Wah, 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 wah. Right, so he reveals... to the earlier question, why did he tell them about the van? Right. Yeah, I don't know. He's, I still have a theory about it, but I'm going to save it till feet. the end. Yeah, so that's it. He's just bad on his feet. That's right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't have a lie. Amanda does not want to give him the crystal. Or she doesn't have the last piece. She's only brought some of it. And right. then... Daniel's like, McLeod, like he knows Mac is there. Mac, Bat Mac's out of nowhere. He steps out. He steps like out and he tosses the crystal, which just doesn't seem like a smart move on a bridge. But while they're picking Somehow it up. Somehow it doesn't break. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very hardy crystal. And then he has like a fucking detonator in his hand. What the I was like, oh, fuck is this? Shit. So Mac's plan is he somehow booby traps it. He booby traps the, the car. car. And I couldn't How? see in the background. Is that his car? Like his really awesome. It's not the T-Bird. It's the, I forget the model. Oh, yeah. But both of the cars car? are booby trapped. How did he booby trap both cars? Are they both? I thought it was just the one. I thought they both exploded. I thought it was just 
Amanda's car. Yeah. Hmm. Write us in, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Which car, car was booby trapped? trapped? So it explodes, and they use like the ensuing chaos to disarm some of these guards and get a good old fashioned firefight going. Mac has a fucking shotgun. <laughs> yeah. It's just like pumping it, blasting it's people. Nuts. This, this is, is nuts. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like this escalates. So where did they get the explosives and the detonator? Right. And, like how Why is does this Mac how have they have detonators? Yeah. How is this how they chose to resolve? This plot, I don't get it. Mac, it's nuts. Just, just Mac. In the last episode, we had a lot of debate about was it okay for Mac to kill a fucking tyrannical d- warlord. In this episode, he's just got the pump action shotgun, blasting people, They're blowing up cars. To kill him, though. I know, but I mean, you know, he fucks, Mac is not a stranger to murder, extreme yeah. acts of violence. Yes. So he blows these people away. <laughs> Meanwhile, though, the Geiger, he actually does put the stone together. Yeah. That's right. And, and it, it's, it's, it is, morphs. in fact, magic. It morphs into a, like an orb. It's like a paperweight. It turns into yeah. a less <laughs> majestic object. Yeah. So it clearly is magical. Yeah. yeah. Confirmed. Yep. We don't know exactly what it does, but it's clearly a magical thing. That's it. It just turns into that. That's yeah. its power. <laughs> it's the, the, well, it's if you, the, if, now if you hang it, it'll display little rainbows around the room. Yeah, oh. it's just a parlor trick. Yep. Double rainbows. Wow. You got to get mountain, Charlie. <laughs> so Amanda shoots Giger, Geiger. Geiger. And then the, the rock like blinks for a minute. Yeah, and it he, like sparkles. So is, is that like it? making him alive again maybe i was kind of wondering like what's happening right now is he immortal but then he drops it and then she shoots him again so i was like did the first shot not really hurt him or kill him yeah because of the methuselah right and so when he drops it like then the the crystal like falls apart like it turns back into its old self it's It's good old situation parts yeah that's the good old crystal we know and love right and And one part falls back on the bridge amanda's piece so and geiger falls into the uh river right along with all the other pieces Mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> Nailed him. There Got we go. Him. So we cut to Watchers HQ for the denouement. Eamon, what happens? Uh, so Amanda tries to give Mythos. So Mythos is going to go back to Alexa, um, defeated. And Javina. 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 Geneva, excuse me. And Amanda wants to give Mythos a piece of the crystal to like give to her. And he's like, right. nah, you hold on to it. All uh, you. And just think of us. Courage. 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 Yeah. And then he just drives away. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a kind of sad ending, I suppose. Yeah. I guess Mythos can still be a watcher because, uh, you know, no witnesses. All the witnesses yeah, are no, dead. Yeah. They follow the Mythos policy yeah. of no witnesses. Yeah. And there we go. And that's it. That's, that's this it. episode. This is like a very plot-heavy, character-driven episode. That's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a mystery, like a Scooby-Doo-esque. Yeah. It's a whodunit. They do a pretty good job with that misdirection. They do. On Geiger. I wasn't sure who it was going to be. Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. scooby One week, you're riding the mystery machine all <laughs> over Santorini, looking for the ghost burglar, and the next minute, you're eating Scooby snacks <laughs> through a tube. Eating Scoob through a tube. <laughs> Wow, I apologize for that one. Uh, Yeah, that was good. Yeah, should we play a game before launching into thoughts? Yeah, let's Let's play a game. All right, guys, we're going to play a new game. And this is going to be in honor of the Methuselah Stone. Stone, stone, or stone. (laughs) Oh, good. So I'm going to give you a quote from either Emma Stone... The actress, oh Oliver Stone, the director, 
are Sharon Stone, the actress. Oh God! And you just shout out if it's. I'm gonna Emma, get these so wrong. They're all they're all just insane quotes that I found. <laughs> okay. so. But you just shout out Emma, Oliver, or Sharon, um, and there will be three rounds and five clues in each round. Wow! So fifteen wow. total. This is That's a lot. Right. So it's a lot. Emma, Oliver, Sharon. You guys got it. Mm-hmm. Remember that round one. Who said this? The quote: Salvador. Salvador. Sharon. That's it? No. Emma? No. <laughs> wow. Wait, it's just Salvador. Just Salvador. That's the quote? That's the quote. That, counts that, as a, quote? that doesn't even count as a quote. How's that a quote? Is that, isn't that just like them saying half of a name? I have no idea. <laughs> Was Salvador. That, did you look that up? On I a, looked that up. <laughs> that's like listed as a quote. That's a, listed as a quote from Oliver Stone. <laughs> All right. Amazing. If you have a vagina and an attitude in this town, then that's a lethal combination. Oh, Sharon Stone. Yep, oh, that's right. Ha! Keith got he it. got there first. Keith got it. That's one point for Keith. Anything that can be perfect is very damaging for my psyche. Emma. Yes. Fuck. Wow. Keith's running away with this one. I know my stones. I know my stones. You don't have stones for this game. Kidney. <laughs> I've had a kidney stone. So. You popping my stones? <laughs> I feel like war should occur. Oliver. Nope. Oh! Do you want the rest of the quote? I do. I was Keith is out. Anxious. I feel like war should occur only for the most vital and necessary reasons, and only then. Sharon. Yes. I put that in there to trip, trip you, you up. up. Yeah. Yeah. You're like just sitting there like, born on the 4th of July, and you're That's like, right. fuck you. I might as well be myself. Everyone else is taken. Emma. No. Oliver. Yes. Wow. Emma. So Keith has three points so far, and Kyle has one did you, point. Did you find that quote on Oliver Stone's uh, like Etsy page? Yeah. <laughs> or, it, excuse me, Pinterest. His Pinterest yeah. page? Yeah. His Pinterest. <laughs> Round two. Women might be able to fake orgasms, but men can fake whole relationships. Oliver. No. Keith? Sharon? Yes. Keith you're you're getting points. smoked. Fucking smoked. Smoking. 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 I believe that if you truly, truly love your children, you need to supply condoms in a place in your home. Sharon, Emma. Yes. Ooh. Yep. Kyle got that. Did she say so supply want, condoms in a place this. in your house? <laughs> I believe that if you truly, truly love your children, you need to supply condoms in a place in your home at a quantity that makes it a non-judgmental situation for them to have. Oh, so, so, could you so like, like a oh. ton so you don't know when they took it? Yeah. Wow. So you just have a barrel of a condoms. A barrel of condoms. <laughs> this reminds me, once I was in a Daffy's. Do you remember Daffy's? No. It was like a department store yeah. uh, in Center City across from Liberty Place. And one time I went up there, and there was just a giant bowl full of condoms. <laughs> like a take a penny, weave just, a penny? Yeah, and you can just take it. Take a condom, leave a condom. <laughs> you take a coin one, you leave a used one. Yeah. I would not trust those condoms. I've had the same breasts for my entire life. Emma. No. I, I want to say it's Oliver. <laughs> nope. Sharon. It's Sharon. Wow. Sharon says no really points. dominating these. You're only human. You live once, and life is wonderful, so eat the damned red velvet cake. Emma? Yes. Very good. good job. You're catching up, Kyle. Nobody took me too seriously, but I was grown up even as a baby. Oliver. No. Mm. Sharon. Yes. Damn it. You are tied. This is, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty convinced I'm going to blow it, but... <laughs> Don't count yourself out. Round three. This is the final round. So we're on the stone round. 
of stone, stone, or stone. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay. I think the answer is stone. Yes. That's nice. Correct. You can just cut, call it. Yep. Kyle wins. They make prostitutes of us all. Oliver. Sharon. Keith. Yes. Really? Can't sell it to the man. I'm into grilled cheese. Grilled cheese makes me feel beautiful. Emma. Yes. Fuck. Ahead. Lunch is for wimps. Sharon. No. Damn it. Oliver. Yes. Lunch is for, for wimps. wimps. What a hot take. A woman can be very beautiful and an ideal model, and she will photograph incredibly well. Oliver. Yes. Ooh. It's tied again. It's all, it's all down to one. It's almost like this we planned it. it this oh, way. my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people compare their insides to other Emma. people's. Yes. Yes! Uh, Keith got it. Shit. Yeah. That was good, guys. That was fun. You did good. That was funny. I, can, can we play this game every week? Sure. <laughs> specifically <laughs> Stone, Stone, Stone. <laughs> and that's how you play Stone, Stone, or Stone. That would be a good podcast. Like a podcast about those three stones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the podcast where we talk about Emma Stone, Oliver Stone, and Sharon Stone. Emma Stone. What are the law firm of Stone, Stone, and Stone? Stone, Stone, and Stone. Stone, Schoon. Stone, Stone Phillips. Schoon. Oh, Stone, Stone Phillips. Phillips. Stone yeah. Wheat Thins. Remember those as a cracker? No. My cracker memory is uh, shoddy. It's I your worst more. quality. <laughs> yeah. Keith's cracker memory. What do we think of this episode? I like it. I like this. Uh, it's weird. Like, these types of, like, good episodes, not that this is, like, the greatest episode, but I feel like there's, like, not much to talk about in these well, kinds of episodes. It depends on the kind of good episode it is. If it's yeah. a ca- an episode that's good because of its because it's largely character and plot driven, or if it's an episode that's good because it's funny, it makes it a little harder to talk about. Yeah. Because the... You just watch it. Yeah, that's... <laughs> like, there isn't a philosophical issue. There aren't a lot of technical issues that need to be improved on because that's... Those are the strengths of the particular episode. Yeah. That makes it a little tougher. That being said, I do think we'd get some really outrageously good performances in this. I think that the overall plot of this thing is very strong. There's a few things I don't get. Mainly the cat and the <laughs> yeah. bombs. They, yeah. like, take me out of it. They're over the top. But otherwise, I think this is a very strong episode. Yeah. yeah. I mean, without thinking about the bombs at the end... I mean, it does serve it well to like punch up the ending. It's like, oh shit! Like, it's a cool explosions and stuff. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, but yeah, then you think like, who who got these bombs? Who, whose car did they blow up? Like, that's awful yeah. reckless, Mac. Yeah, and also like the trail of murder left behind. Like yeah. that with the watchers. Well, speaking of, actually, let's uh, take a little detour while we're discussing this and read the watcher chronicles so here's a chronicle and it's from the private journal of joe dawson Ooh. he says and when the smoke clears the only watchers left alive to tell the tale are adam pearson a watcher who is secretly an immortal who is secretly mythos the oldest of them all who is not about to tell anyone anything and yours truly who only knows the story because he was told it by three immortals he's secretly friends with despite his vow not to be so once again the chronicles tell a false tale and the deaths of Nate Stern, Artie Vinscarando, <laughs> I guess that was one of the goons, and Daniel Geiger will remain an unsolved mystery to the Watchers and their families. Sometimes I wonder how I sleep at night. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's dark. Why is, dark. He, why is he like taking their side? The very minimum, one of those men was evil. <laughs> Geiger <laughs> yes. was very evil. Stern yeah. was sort of evil. I don't know about these other guys. Yeah. I mean, I assume they're just hired goons who are willing to kill for money, which is evil. 
Yeah. Like, so, like trying to become immortal <laughs> from a magic stone that you killed people to get. Yeah, that's is, evil. That's bad guy behavior. <laughs> yeah, bad guy behavior. No joke. Well, here's my hot take on the episode. Uh oh, Keith's theory. I think Mythos tried to kill Amanda. No, I do. Kyle, you asked the question earlier, why does Daniel give any information about the van? I think he, it was not his van. I don't think this was his plot. I think Mythos tried to kill Amanda when he is confused. At the Hennessy Hotel. Mm -hmm. I've got a couple reasons for this. One is Daniel's spilling the beans about the van. If that was part of his plot, why give a clue? It's because it's not really a clue to him. Then when Mac confronts him, Mythos says two things. He said, I would do anything to save Alexa. He also never says he didn't try to kill Amanda. He just, no, no, wait, I'm not done. Don't be mad. Don't be all dismissive. Uh, So, yeah, he says he would do absolutely anything, and he never says no. He just gets mad, and he storms away. The other thing, and I do think he regrets it. I think that's part of what shakes out with him and Amanda. Like, he realizes that he completely fucked up. But the other, the big clue is we never know who that person is. That goes into the that dingy apartment and shoots the guy. They never show that person's face. The very first thing that person is asked is, "Hey, do you want a beer?" And he gets a beer. So we see in this show that is like the calling. Like we'll, we'll keep tracking this through the show. Every time we see Mythos, it's a beer, and he even like throws the bottle cap on the ground. That's like a calling card. Like which episode? It was back in Seacouver this season. What was the episode where Max face appears on the the beer bottle? Oh, yeah, uh, Double Eagle. Double Eagle. When, Wait, when Mythos does... gets the beer, he pops the top off, and he just throws it behind like the fucking kitchen. Wait, does the guy over the shoulder get the beer? I don't think he gets the beer. It's the bald guy. It's the, the goon who gets murdered who gets the beer. No. The other guy doesn't get the beer. No, it's the, the other guy. It's the, yeah. Why does he drop the beer? Because, why he, does sees the Mac, because he sees Mac come park across yeah, the street, he sees them, so and he, he gets scared, it. and he drops the beer. Yeah, to get away. Yeah. So I think Mythos might have actually been the one to kill Amanda, or try to kill Amanda. So there are two sets of goons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> why, but why, why no? So we're posi- there's, there's two alternate worlds, right? There's the world in which there are two sets of goons where Mythos goes through this like wild emotional roller coaster in which he's like unable and unwilling to, to go through with this plot for some reason. It ends up being like a, a coincidence that he happens to be there while Mac and Amanda show up. Like Geiger has a reason why he needs to go do it immediately. Because he gave the he gave the tip about the van. Aha. Here's where it is. He gives the tip about the van. He purposefully says the wrong color of the van. He says they got out of a van. It's the wrong color. Amanda, however, right. did see the van and she corrects the wrong information to the correct information that's possible because he knows that they know he then has to go take care of that guy before mac and amanda find them that's possible i mean it's cool what the episode presents but i don't think the episode doesn't present it couldn't be meet this like what's the what's the evidence that it couldn't be meet this well for one thing the fact that he could have completed his task and just voluntarily chooses not to but how's that evidence that it? Like, I just think he maybe has a change of heart. I mean, you're because like because Mac has, like when Mac questions him, is... and the the perhaps the moment is like Mythos does have his sword raised to Amanda's neck. Like she's on the ground, he fights her, beats her, and then she says, "At least I don't betray my friends." And then he has an emotional breakdown. I I think there's a strong. I I don't think it. I don't think it's 100 percent either way. But I wouldn't dismiss. I, I think it's like 95. But to why? Five. Like I wouldn't dismiss this. 
Okay. Like, I think, clear, like, also the beer thing is, I think, a very strong clue that it could be Mythos. That somebody else offers them a beer? No, no, they, like, beer and Mythos is, like, peas in a pod. Like, this show will always go, Mythos enters a scene, Mythos gets a beer. Every time. Except for all the other times he appears in this episode. Well, I don't think it has to be every single instance. Like, it's not I like just, he's walking just, around with a beer. But If they wanted to plant the seed for it, though, why did. don't they... Why, if they want to plant that seed, why is it a... You reach back, like... To the beginning of the season, the last time you saw, a, got a beer for the clue. This is like a, this, I think this is neat, but it's like in, in the realm of conspiracy theory. Like that's clearly not what this episode is attempting to posit. Also, Mythos is just super evil then, but then decides to be slightly less evil. No, I don't. Two he things. murders the goon. Mm-hmm. He tries to kill Amanda and then she guilts him. So he's like, oh, all right. Yeah. I don't know how that's. Un, and that's like, unmethos e, I mean, Mythos is always out for himself. He is kind of evil, for sure. And, I mean, it's saying to reach back, like, the Easter egg of Mythos and the beer has existed from day one. As, like, I shouldn't even say Easter egg, but it perhaps becomes an Easter egg. Like, this is a thing that they've done intentionally and will do intentionally. Like, he doesn't even know when this episode starts whether the watchers even have the stone he we watch him discover that information right. which means he tried to kill amanda before he even knew whether the other pieces of the stone were within reach but that, why wouldn't that he, makes no sense why does that not make sense i mean what if it was flipped what if he was trying to so he gets the murder, watcher stone just, just out he no, just but murders saying, amanda having no clue where the other stones are well what if just, it, let me just kill this and get it get it out of the way and then, like, oh, I just killed this woman for no reason. Well, that's the piece of the stone that he knows where it is. Right. So, so, why, do, so why doesn't he just go, okay, I know where that is. That's in this world in which this is his plan. Why doesn't he just keep that in his back pocket? Okay, I always know where that piece of the stone is. I need to find the rest. Why do you start with betraying your friend and murdering people when you don't even know whether this is an accomplishable task? I mean, he I doesn't know what the opposite sense. either. I mean... Also, let's not forget that the other pieces of evidence are that he doesn't deny it, which like he I mean, don't you think that's walk- don't you think that's as a writer to put this like perhaps seed of doubt? Could it be Mythos? That seems like a very at that very perfect episode, thing to to do. I mean, just like let's at that like- point in the episode because they haven't revealed that there's they haven't revealed Geiger yet. Like obviously, there's misdirection at the beginning of the episode because you don't know who the villain is, and like right. obviously Amanda thinks. It's him, so they try to show sow seeds of doubt. But obviously, you discover who the villain is. So, like, we're creating a, a, a dual stream where there are two villains. I and think that's I don't, a more compelling think, episode. But the episode, absent the, I think the best piece of evidence is the beer, and absent that, there is really no other evidence that it's Mythos. That's like the one piece of evidence that you've presented that is like kind of cool. Is is the beer thing? Otherwise, though. We, we have a villain. But sure, but They're we have caught. a motive. We have a motive. I mean, he literally says, I, would do, I will do anything to save her. And he almost kills Amanda. He, I mean, like, and I don't she understand. She attacks him. Yeah, but he still almost kills her. He could just end it there. And he freaks out when she says, you're betraying your friends. I just, I'm, I'm surprised how, like, staunchly, like, against this you are. Like, you're, like, it's coming just, at it hard. Makes, it makes zero sense to me. But it's kind of neat. All right. Well, we're going to stop talking about because I think it's an interesting storytelling apparatus they use to leave breadcrumbs, and especially knowing the kind of character he is, that it's absolutely possible it's him. Should we rate the episode? Sure. Amen. how many crystal shards would you give this episode? I think it's a four crystal shard episode. 
I really enjoyed it. It's not like a five. It's not like a samurai or a, one of your callous episodes, but it was really fun and a, just a really solid app all around. Good direction from Adrian Paul. I think he directed the episode really well. It's really strong. Lots of cool visual stuff going on in the camera. I thought it was good. Kyle, how many Hennessy product placements did you give this? I think four is the magic number for product placement in this episode. Mythos's performance is really killer. I do think they do a good job, like a great job of the misdirection between Stern and Geiger is, I think, really well executed, especially because they make Geiger so doe-eyed and innocent seeming that that reveal is quite good it doesn't it, it doesn't really have a moral question but otherwise it has like all the key ingredients of a good episode of highlander four don't miss it how many security cats would you give this episode keith i'm also going to give it four uh it's a cool Ooh, unanimous it's a cool tie-up to legacy to timeless where we meet alexa uh, which is pretty neat that it kind of has this overarching thread that goes through a couple seasons, which is good. Fun action beats, which is great, especially the opening is awesome. Yeah. Uh, some cool villains and great character interaction. We haven't really seen Mythos and Amanda doing anything together before, so it's kind of cool to see them hook up. Yeah. Uh, and then we get that cat action, so can't beat that. Sweet cat action. I'm just in it for the cat action, really. I mean, Slan kills it in this episode. Great guest star. Well, write us in. Tell us what you thought of this episode in our review. Uh, you can write us at HighlanderRewatched at gmail.com. And make sure to leave us an iTunes review, which helps Highlander Rewatch get in front of more fans and introduce the series to new people. Join us next week when we're going to be talking about Season 4, Episode 17, The Immortal Chamole, which will be a fun one. Thanks Chimole. for listening. Bye. Bye. Didn't IHOP just change its name? Yeah. I think that, did it really? Or I is think that it's just back a, now, though. I, yeah. Oh, really? I, I think that was, was all a mark, Yeah, I think that was a marketing yeah. thing. Because to say they have burgers? Right. Or to say they had breakfast. It's international house of breakfast. It was burgers. It was burgers. Everyone was like, the name surely must mean breakfast to encompass like the wide array of breakfast items they offer now. And it was no burgers. It was all a ploy to if get clicks. They don't clicks. have a hamburger in between two pancakes that's stupid they are failing yeah <laughs> no they absolutely it's no, should it's no burger between two grilled cheeses but yeah ooh, a la friendlies oh, friendlies God. <laughs>